Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Media Beat. I'm Dan Lavallo, and we are recording this latest edition of the Sports Media Beat on Friday, March the 15th, so that you can put everything into context as to what we are talking about. And a lot of stories making news per usual on Sports Media Beat, beginning with NBC. NBC is going to trade the 2021 Super Bowl to CBS in exchange for 2022. So you might be asking, why is that? Why does NBC want to cover the Super Bowl in 2022 rather than 2021 when it's scheduled to next cover the Super Bowl? And the reason is pretty simple. NBC, which is the Olympics network, will be carrying the Olympics in 2022. So what they would like to do is be able to concurrently cover the Super Bowl and the Olympics. Otherwise, CBS would have the Super Bowl in 2022 and would go head-to-head with a portion of NBC's Olympic coverage. And it also sets up a battle for advertisers. NBC and CBS would be battling for prime advertisers for the Super Bowl and the Olympics. So CBS doesn't necessarily want to go head-to-head with advertisers and the Olympics in 2022, and NBC doesn't want to have to put up with that headache of CBS carrying the Super Bowl in the same year it's carrying the Olympics. So NBC and CBS decided to do something that's rarely done, two networks cooperating, and in this instance, in this instance, exchanging coverage of the Super Bowl. NBC, instead of covering it in 2021, will cover it in 2022. Once again, the Alliance of American Football is in the news. Charlie Ebersole, whose dad is Dick Ebersole, the former head of NBC Sports. Charlie Ebersole is one of the co-founders of the Alliance of American Football. He tells the Sporting News, quote, we wouldn't be doing this if we thought it would fail, meaning the creation of the AAF. And he got into a very interesting Q&A with Michael McCarthy, who writes for the Sporting News. Some of the topics they talked about. Uh, the owner of the Carolina Hurricanes of the National Hockey League, Tom Dundon, invested something like a quarter of a billion dollars of his money into the AAF, reportedly so that the new league could make payroll. Ebersole says, don't read too much into that. This league is long-term. And in fact, Dundon, Tom Dundon, the owner of the Hurricanes, invested that quarter of a billion dollars because he also sees the AAF hanging around for a while. He says that television ratings have exceeded expectations. And also in the interview, and I'll link to it, In the show notes, he also states that gambling is going to be a part of the AAF. You know, a lot of these states are permitting gambling. Used to be just Nevada. We talked about this on the last podcast. Used to be just Nevada and a couple of other states. But now with the Supreme Court ruling that any state can conduct wagering on sporting events, Ebersol sees this as a big deal as far as the AAF is concerned. He said to McCarthy in the interview, gambling is one of a handful of engagement tools we feel important about. CBS apparently feels important about the AAF. CBS covers some AAF games, particularly on the CBS Sports Network. But CBS is going to add two more AAF games 
on its broadcast network over the air on Saturday, April the 6th on the CBS network, the CBS network, Tiffany. Uh, on April the 6th at noon, they'll have the Memphis versus San Antonio game. And on Sunday, April 21st at noon, one of the AAF Conference Championship games will be televised on CBS, over the air CBS. So the Alliance of American Football continues to make headways. Incidentally, Ebersol said he wouldn't comment on the XFL, which will debut in 2020. So you're going to have the XFL and the AAF going head-to-head. Once the NFL season is over, <laughs> go figure. Awful Announcing, that's a great website, awfulannouncing.com, is reporting that with AT&T, now the owner of Warner Media, and that includes Turner Broadcasting, you could see the end of TNT and TBS as far as branding is concerned, and that they will brand under the name of Warner or Warner Media as they try to get involved into even more sports than what they're doing now. So keep an eye on that. Arnold Palmer Invitational was last week. Tiger Woods had to withdraw from the tournament because of neck problems, and the ratings took a hit, down 38% from 2018 when Tiger was in the top five as far as finishers in the tournament. It drew a two rating for NBC, or 3.07 million viewers in the final round, And that compares to the year before when it got a 3.2 rating with 4.96 million viewers. Well, Selection Sunday is going to be here on Sunday, St. Patrick's Day, March the 17th. And the NBA, or the NCAA selections show is going to be the way it used to be. It was on Turner the year before, and it turned out to be two hours long and was hand by the critics big time. So they're going to go to an hour long when it's on CBS this coming Sunday. Some are saying that's even too long. It should be a half hour long, but it's going to go back to the traditional way as compared to what it was before. NBA, always trying to be on the cutting edge as far as streaming and pay television is concerned. Well, the NBA is at it again. They currently have a setup with their league pass where you can buy for a buck ninety nine the last part of the game from the end of the third quarter until the finish. Well now they're coming out with something new. They're going to allow you to purchase ten minute chunks of league pass no matter what part of the game. You want to buy the first period, ten minutes of the first period? Fork over 99 cents. In fact, here is the NBA's announcement. NBA 10-Minute Pass will provide fans the option to purchase 10 minutes of real-time access to live out-of-market NBA games for 99 cents by tapping Watch from any game page on NBA.com or within the NBA app. As part of the new offering, fans can watch as many live games as they choose during the 10-minute window. So uh, it might behoove you to purchase 99 cents of action, let's say over the last few minutes of an NBA game, and then switch from game to game. The indie car season is underway, and last Sunday's race drew a .38 rating, and that was despite the fact they had a 13-minute technical glitch. The race was carried by NBCSN, the NBC Sports Network, 
And the ratings were the best for a season opener since 2009. So IndyCar season racing, getting some good ratings, at least the opener. Some baseball news. The Chicago Cubs are using YouTube to promote their new regional sports network, which launches next year. In conjunction with Sinclair Broadcasting, the Cubs are going to fire up the Marquee Sports Network in 2020. We've talked about this on previous podcasts. Well, now the Cubs are saying to promote the Marquee Sports Network in 2020, they're using YouTube now as a vehicle to get the word out about the Marquee Sports Network. Speaking of sports networks, there have been several reports, although from what we have read, the T's have not been crossed or the I's dotted, but it looks as if the Yankees are going to buy back their television network, the Yes Network. They're going to be the largest stakeholder, in other words. Fox had become the largest stakeholder, but then when Fox and Disney started talking about a deal whereby Disney would buy Fox and uh, its, its movie business, the federal government stepped in and said, you've got to sell off the regional sports networks owned by Fox, including the Yes Network. Well, now apparently the Yankees are going to be the largest stakeholder, putting up 40% of the dough in order to buy back a big portion of Yes. They'll be the majority stakeholder, but also Sinclair Broadcast supposedly is going to get into it, the Sinclair Broadcast Group, and so is Amazon. So that'll be interesting to see what unfolds. Red Sox, by the way, you know how we were talking before about the AAF and gambling? Well, the Red Sox have announced a deal with MGM Resorts, MGM Resorts International, and they have become the first Major League Baseball team to cut a separate deal with MGM. MGM is going to be everywhere at Fenway Park. Ads on radio, TV. This is interesting because from my neck of the woods in Connecticut, there's a battle royal going on between MGM, which wants to come into Connecticut in the worst way, and the two casinos run by the Indian tribes, the Mohegan Sun and Foxwoods. And both the casinos claim they have exclusivity as far as gambling is concerned, as far as if the state of Connecticut decides to permit wagering on sporting events. They're claiming they have exclusivity. And MGM is fighting that and trying to come in to Connecticut in the worst way. Now, bring it up because at Fenway, you used to see Foxwood signs everywhere. And now it seems as if MGM, which does have a resort in Springfield, Massachusetts, MGM is trying to undercut Foxwoods as far as advertising is concerned at Fenway. You know, at the Major League level, MGM has already cut a deal with Major League Baseball. Now the Red Sox, uh, an individual team, has cut a deal as well. Finally, speaking of betting on games, the president of Minor League Baseball, Pat O'Connor, has weighed in on all of this. Now, Minor League Baseball is the umbrella under which all the affiliated minor league clubs operate, like triple-A teams, double-A teams, single-A teams, rookie league teams. They all operate even though they have working agreements with Major League Baseball, they all operate under the umbrella of Minor League Baseball, MILB. Well, the president of Minor League Baseball, Pat O'Connor, now says he is concerned that legalized betting could have a negative effect on baseball if, in fact, they permit legalized betting on minor league games. 
In fact, he says in a story, and I will link to it in the show notes, if betting is permitted on minor league baseball games, he believes low-paid players could be tempted. So watch out for that. That's some of what's making news in our latest edition of the Sports Media Beat. Be sure to visit my website, sportsmediabeat.com. We are on all of the major or in all of the major podcast directories. And if you would like to email me, my email address is dan at danlavallo.com. And as always, thanks for listening to the Sports Media Beat. 